What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and you're listening to Ascent Dental Solution with a focus on knowledge, education, training, and development. I want to give a special shout out to our podcast developers, David Wolf and his team. Without their expertise, these would be very difficult. I also want to thank our sponsors, Henry Shine, Patterson Dental, and Vocal for their support and their trust in me and these podcasts. The whole goal here is to educate our listeners on what's going on in the dental field. And our last podcast, I had two experts, two CEOs, Planet TDS, Eric Giesica, and Overjet's CEO, Warda Inham. Both of these CEOs have put together their expertise and really just opened up the knowledge of artificial intelligence and what it can do for the dental profession. And we're fortunate enough to have them both back today to maybe expand and give us a little bit more information. First of all, thank you both so much for taking time for your busy schedule. And an overview, Eric, you tell me what Planet DDS has done and the association between your company and Overdeath. Sure. Thank, first of all, thanks for thanks for having me on the podcast. Planet DDS is the leading provider of cloud-based practice management, imaging, and patient acquisition, and now orthodontic software uh, for the dental and ortho markets. We've served over 12,000 locations around the country with our various products. And we partnered with Overjet coming on around three months ago in a very kind of deep, meaningful way in which we we provide access to some of the radiographs that we take through our Apteryx XV web product. And Overjet runs models on those images and returns back plots, which basically overlay on top of the radiograph such that dentists and hygienists can diagnose things like cavities, potential cavities, caries, bone loss, and such. So we've been out in the market for a couple of months. It's really been well-received. Lots of our customers are really excited for lots of reasons I'm sure we'll talk about, but um, it's been a really great partnership thus far. That's terrific. Warda, my understanding is this has ramifications beyond just excellent and efficient diagnosis and treatment planning. I would assume that this higher tech integration of a company like Overjet would attract perhaps new team members, make existing team members more enthusiastic because the diagnosis may be more efficient and more accurate. Is that true? Is that something you're seeing with your company and the dental profession that's integrating your company's expertise along with Planet DDS's? 
or am I uh, barking up the wrong tree? <laughs> and thank you, Kevin, for having me here as well. So uh, I, I think you're definitely onto something. W- what we're seeing is it's uh, some of the DSOs that are utilizing uh, Overjet's technology and using it uh, as a tool to recruit staff. So uh, and that helps them, they believe, recruit better staff because it shows their commitment to better patient care as well as technology to improve their lives. Uh, so this is something that is already happening right now, and they're finding a lot of success with it. We're providing them materials that they can utilize uh, in their marketing to attract uh, staff. And then, you know, at, at, when the staff is there, we've had cases where in their own uh, meetings, uh, the staff has said, you know, they, they feel so much more confident in now uh, providing the diagnosis to the patients and the patient care is improving. And I think that is probably a win for not only the the provider utilizing it, but also for for the the DSO as well as the patients, uh, because in the end, we're getting better comprehensive diagnosis, more consistent care, and patients are getting more informed about their oral health as well. Well, I still practice full-time and I plan to practice until I can't practice any longer. And my own personal experiences, every time a device, a gadget, a new technology has arrived. I've invested the time and money, and it's shown my team members that I'm still engaged. It shows that the patient base, that this office is engaged in investing money in their better health care and service. And I do believe that this is a win for everyone. In particular, Eric, how is the cloud base growing? I digress a little bit, but as I said, practicing for 40 years, when I first started opening multiple offices, we had what we called T1, T2, and T3 lines. I don't even know if those exist. All I know is it was costing me between forty and $45,000 a month to transfer data from office to office. And finally, I said, this is just, it's, it's not doable financially. And God bless America, the dental gods came up with the cloud, and now I've been on the cloud for God knows how long, and it's really evolved to allow me to have multiple operations and share data. What do you see in the future of the cloud? You're seeing it, I assume, consistently grow. Can you give our listeners a little background of the importance of the cloud and what it's doing for the dental profession? Sure. So I think you actually did a did a great job of outlining your perfect use case as to why the cloud is is important. Cloud gives you really two things. It gives you access and it gives you access kind of in an inexpensive way and allows you to any access in terms of access to your data, but your data across multiple locations, your data from home, your data remotely to a third party that you might want to use to do some contracted work. The the access, the ability you're able to just log in through a browser and today uh, the T1 lines are no longer are no longer that expensive. Most people have fiber and such. Uh, internet access and internet bandwidth is no longer an issue. So, we're we're seeing a continued um, adoption of the cloud. I think probably even five years ago, um, there was there was a lot of trepidation when it came to the cloud. It was are, are my, is my data secure? Do I have to worry about HIPAA? Is the is the company that is is it going to be around in five years? And then what happens to the to the data? I think more and more. F- people in offices and particularly in the DSO, those individual dentist offices have become more comfortable in, in terms of working with cloud providers and cloud has become more of a common term, whether it be uh, backup cloud hosting or cloud native uh, software applications like us. So we, 
we see a continued growth uh, in the cloud uh, in terms of, of people utilizing cloud-based software, whether it be imaging, practice management, patient engagement, orthodontic practice management software. And we see that continuing. And the other thing that's really driving, I think, some of the, the or drove some of the forefront of the cloud adoption is like you said, Kevin, once you're in a couple of offices, it really becomes untenable to be able to, to link up or network multiple instances of on-premise software to be able to talk to each other. You get duplicate records, you can't centralize fee schedules, you can't have one insurance plan that then is accessible across all three offices. You can't give individual and control security rights, you can't get good analytics. So it, it, the use case is still, I think, very much most um, obvious uh, for uh, for multiple location, uh, kind of DSOs or multiple location dental groups, but we're seeing it more and more um, become common in the independent dental market as well. I would agree with that analysis of most of my clients. If they're not on a cloud base, I guide them vehemently to consider it. Wardra, as far as artificial intelligence is concerned, does your company deal only with the dental market or is it in other markets such as medicine, or is it specifically dental oriented? So we primarily focus on dental data, and that helps us really focus on improving models for dentistry. For the next few years, that, that will be our sole focus. Okay. In case some of the listeners didn't hear our last podcast, I believe if I, I understood everything, your company has looked at not thousands, but actually tens of millions of radiographs to get the most artificial intelligence picture possible when it comes to diagnosing caries, periapical pathology, periodontal disease, et cetera, et cetera. Is that accurate? Exactly. So not only have we trained using millions of data points, but we've also now predicted outputs on uh, millions of patients and tens of millions of x-rays. I can only tell you as a practicing dentist myself, almost a day doesn't go by that I look at things and I say to myself, I just wonder what the predictive possibilities are with artificial intelligence. And I just believe that it's just going to continue expanding. For example, we take a radiograph of a tooth number 30. And that artificial intelligence is looking at it, and they can come up with not just a diagnosis, but a prognosis. In other words, is it worth Mr. and Mrs. Smith spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on a procedure that might only have an outcome of success statistically of 12 to 24 months? And that would be based on the bone level, the significant chronal structure loss, the development of the severity of caries, and you put all that information in along with 40 years of dealing and fixing teeth, and you come up with an assessment and say, poor prognosis, probably not the best investment for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Do you see that's where the artificial intelligence is going down the road? 
Absolutely. I, I think one way to think of, uh, about uh, artificial intelligence is it's a tool to help dentists make more comprehensive diagnosis, but also to make their life easier, uh, to communicate more effectively with the patients and in generally improving patient care and experience. Currently, the, uh, the way it is developed, it is uh, an augmentation rather than a full automation. So, you know, the, the way we develop the technology is for it to be when dentists work with AI, they are, uh, they perform better uh, rather than just AI working on its own or just a dentist working on its own. And that that's where I think uh, it, as humans, we get uh, a lot powerful when you start utilizing new technologies. Uh, but in this particular case, you know, as clinicians, uh, clinicians can become better clin- clinicians and, and spend more time with the patients and w- when a lot of the basic work is being done for them. And Eric, if you don't mind, I know you touched a little bit on this, but how are the actual semantics, you, you you sort of summed it up very nicely in our last podcast, but in case there are additional listeners during this one, the radiograph is taken and you then implement this almost immediately to the existing users through Overjack. And mm-hmm. I won't say instantly, but almost instantly, we'll get some markups or marking points highlighting these specific carious lesions, periapical pathology, bone loss, to make this educational experience much more efficient and effective for our patients. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's a good description of it. So with the moment you take an image, we'll pass that image over to Overjet. Overjet will run its various models for the different pathologies, and then we'll pass back the data points that allow us to plot over that image when you bring it up. So if you're a hygienist or a dentist in your chair side, you'll bring up the image to share to a patient. You'll click a button that says AI and you'll select your pathologies or multiple pathologies. And then that actual shading or outlines or uh, the plotting of the overlays will toggle on and off onto the actual radiograph itself. So it's a really cool experience where you can show a patient, um, hey, look, this is what the AI is showing you in terms of what it's diagnosing from a decision support perspective such that I think can introduce some objectivity into the diagnostic process and hopefully give patients some confidence that um, that things are being diagnosed correctly and ultimately drive in higher treatment um, acceptance and, and more production. Well, I cannot thank you both enough for enlightening our listeners and helping the dental profession as a whole. I think uh, your companies and your leadership is exemplary. Do you both have some final thoughts that you'd like to share with the listeners, share with me uh, on what you see in the near future, let's say in the next 12 to 60 months? And I appreciate uh, just your thoughts on that. Eric, you could start us off in closing. Just uh, what are your final thoughts? I know you're excited about this artificial intelligence and what it can do for a planet DDS. And I know Warda is excited about what artificial intelligence or Planet DDS can do for them. But what are some of your closing or final thoughts? Yeah, so I think we're just scratching the surface in terms of what AI can do. And and and, and the overlays, I think, is uh, we talked about radiography and some of the, the kind of use cases that exist within medical that I think dental is is starting to catch up with with some of the pathologies. But there's huge, large data sources, particularly with us in the cloud. We've been capturing data from patients in offices for over 12 years. We can 
at one point, I think we said we calculated we have over 100 million unique patient records. So there's a lot of data that we can use and run models on to do very cool things like help doctors identify additional areas of treatment, communicate with dentists around treatment that maybe someone hasn't diagnosed, but um, could potentially identify opportunities for them to come in the office based on analysis of data as opposed to chair-side diagnosis. Uh, there, there could be cool things like ability to be able to determine whether a claim based on based on a radiograph is going to be accepted and potentially even advance some of the, the funding and not having to wait 10 days or however long it, it takes, depending on the carrier, to receive the, the money back from the submission of the claim. We might be able to use AI to determine how likely that claim is to be accepted and be able to advance money against that claim. So there's there's lots of cool things, real-time chair-side adjudication claim, or just in terms of procedures that based on a radiograph, based on demographics, based on treatment history, we might be able to figure out whether or not this actual procedure will be approved by the insurance company before we even submit it, such that we won't have to worry about what is one of the biggest problems, I think, in dentistry, which is inconsistent data related to fee schedules and insurance plans. So there's, and WADA can talk probably a lot more intelligently than I can and has probably lots um, better ideas because she 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 does this um, more often than we do. But I think it, it is really just in terms of the the combination of the system of record practice management, imaging, and other applications, and the models that folks like Overjet are developing is really kind of, I think over the next three or four years, going to be really cool. Well, thank you. And Werda, what are your, what are your thoughts? Uh, so here, first, we were very, very excited for this partnership. You know, Planet DDS is, as Eric said, the, the leading cloud provider, uh, especially when it comes to DSOs as well here and with their Aptrix uh, solution, and which is the XP web. It's a game changer for practices when they move from on-prem to cloud. And then the next step is, okay, now you have all this data in the cloud. What do you do with it? And that's probably where we come in as well, where we start to make the data more valuable to, to the providers, to the patients. So starting off with understanding what's on this extras, what, what's in this clinical data and and helping dentists provide better diagnosis, better uh, patient care in general. Uh, but then if you start thinking about what, what is there to come, you, you can start even seeing uh, as these diagnoses uh, come into play, you can start to imagine, hey, what if you start uh, started to chart this information automatically as well? Now you're talking about provider efficiency improving so that providers can spend more time with the patients rather than uh, spending time dealing with this information. Then if you think about now that we're looking at all this information about patients, we can start to think about how do you use not only just information in front of the, the dentist at that time, but the whole history of the patient, including the medical history of the patient to provide better care. Can you even start to create better plans serving these patients? So what we call precision dentistry or uh, having more specific uh, treatment plans, as well as insurance plans for particular patients. And in general, if you think about, you know, just stepping back from the clinical use cases as well, we do believe that artificial intelligence in these practices are going to be a game changer from, you know, the patient scheduling an appointment to the patient getting the treatment to uh, what Eric mentioned around claims getting paid out and having that, you know, and even after the fact, when the patient leaves the practice, having information that, that is being shared with them. So I think 
dentistry is going through an interesting transformation right now. We, you know, we've had that digitization. Now we're making that digital data more useful. And I think it's very exciting from the patient point of view as well, as we improve these experiences for the patients and get them more informed about their oral health so that they can make better decisions about their overall health. And that's what we're excited about. Well, I'll just share with you my closing thoughts. And uh, sometimes they're taken out of context, but my personal opinion is this artificial intelligence will have a huge boon on the business of medicine and dentistry. In other words, if we see that Mr. and Mrs. Smith have broken 62 appointments in the last two years, if we realize that every appointment has been an extraction rather than a root canal and a buildup, you're building a profile. A day doesn't go by where Mr. and Mrs. Smith walk in and they have a problem with an implant. And I don't know what the hell type of implant it is. I don't know the diameter. I don't know the parts and the, the ability to have that on the cloud so that Mr. and Mrs. Smith could immediately be informed that we know whether it's a stromen, an implant correct, but a neodent, I don't want to slight any of the implant companies because I think they're all wonderful. And in my opinion, they all work. But from a clinician standpoint, when Mr. and Mrs. Smith come in, sometimes just the evaluation, it's not easy to determine what type of implant system it is. And if you don't know the type, you don't know the toolage or the types of components that you need to order to repair or fix. And most of the clients that I've been treating, they just assume an implant is an implant. And no matter where they go, they should be able to get that resolved. And I see this artificial intelligence to be just a huge, huge success in those two areas. And I believe you two leaders will make that happen. I want to thank you both for your expertise and your time to help our profession. Eric, is there a, a straightforward way uh, for people to get more information about Planet TDS listeners? Sure. The, the, the best place to grab information about Planet TDS is probably our website. So www.planettds.com. And there's several ways you can get in contact with us, uh, either through the website or email us directly at sales at planettds.com. And we'll follow up immediately and uh, be happy to talk to you. Hey, I really appreciate your time and expertise. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, training, and development. I want to give a shout out and a thanks to Patterson Dental, Henry Schein, the Vocal Dental Supply Company. And I want to thank most of all our listeners. I hope you got a lot out of it tonight. I certainly did. And I look forward to speaking to you in the near future. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.